When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. It is Friday, January 19th, and we are glad you are here with us. Maggie, as I start every show, how you doing? I'm doing good. I have my scarf here with me. You know? Okay, scarf. Oh, you got your yeah, Twitter so account. Doing, cool. Yeah, I have my Twitter account here with me. Uh, I'm doing good. There's a, there's a concert in my bar today. Uh, it's a... Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band. Oh, nice! Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, they like they they do a whole tour, you know, of the country. And uh, the guitarist is actually one of my bosses. Oh, nice! So most recently, okay, bear with me here. Most it's so funny. Most recently, he became he started um, wearing black turtlenecks. Okay. And uh, mind you that he he like he he d- doesn't watch wrestling whatsoever. He has no idea that I watch wrestling or anything. I I'm not sure that he even knows what wrestling is. Okay, so having that in mind, he was you know surfing through his phone today, like drinking his coffee while I'm at work, and all of a sudden he <laughs> he looked at me and said, "Hey, how's your dad doing?" <laughs> And I just died laughing, and I, I, I could never explain to him why I'm laughing, <laughs> because, again, a black turtleneck, you know, a black turtleneck, and hey, how's your dad doing? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so you... I could, I could never explain this to him, and if I did, he he'll just fire me because he would think that I'm mentally unstable or something. But that's a whole different story for a whole different podcast. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Please, please leave a like on the video. Uh, it goes a long way. It helps us with the algorithm. It helps, 
also, you know, let Sean know that you guys enjoy the show. <laughs> also, uh, please donate the super chat. I, it's the bottom, you know, of the of the live chat. It's the little, you know, dollar sign thingy. I'm sure that a lot of you are so tired of me explaining this to you guys each and every episode. But uh, please donate the super chat. It helps us a lot. Uh, any any amount will get your statement and comment read on the air. You can also send a humper chat at humperchats.com. It makes us keep a little bit more of the money from it. Uh, also, uh, share, you know, our video on, uh, on, you know, social media and stuff. Uh, you can, you know, follow us uh, on our social media. At the end of the show, we're going to tell you where. But we have a lot of stuff to talk about. But before we start, Rob, how are you? You were on the Wicked Crazy Pinfalls this week. It's actually back. I'm so glad that it's back. Shout out to our friend Throwback. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. It was a good time. I We talked uh, NXT last night, and it was it was fun. It's good to do a show with Throwback again, so... Yeah. Throwback to sweetie. Yeah, it was it was real fun doing a show with him again. It's been a long time, and like uh, like both of us, the first time we did podcast, we're on we're on Wicked Crazy Pinfall. So yeah, yeah, that was cool. But Throwback pretty much paved the way, you know. Yeah, he it's did. Fightful's NXT, and you know he doesn't have any other kids that I can announce that they're having yet. So you know, don't have to worry about that. <laughs> So I will never forget that. Uh, me neither. Shout out I... to the chat. Hi, hi everyone in the chat. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, don't tell me if you guys are having a kid because I will announce it. Yeah, Rob will announce people. it on the show and he won't even uh you know credit you. Like yeah. what? So, yeah. so big news last uh, night. Oh, go also ahead. another thing, also another thing, guys. Uh Rob and I mutually are glitching, you know, in my in my point of view. Rob is glitching and Rob says that I'm glitching. So if someone glitches at any point of the show, please tell us in the chat because there's that that's a dispute that we're having here. Yes. Continue, Rob. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Sorry. All right. So last night some big news came out. I mean, it was already speculated that Okada would be possibly leaving New Japan, but he is leaving New Japan now. Um, New Japan announced it last night in a tweet that his contract is up January 31st. However, he will be still wrestling a couple of dates after that, but he will be free to leave the New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is still very surprising to me. I just did not expect that to happen. I thought deep down he would always just figure it out and resign. You and me both. But he is not. Now, the big question I have is, let's do some what they call Rexpec. Rexpec. Maggie, where is Okada going? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Seeing him in WWE will be amazingly uh, different. And it's something that I think it's worth exploring. Uh on the other hand, it's safe to say that they haven't um, they haven't had any, you know, um, luck booking uh, Japanese wrestlers. Um, there's always room to improve there. Uh, 
Um, but it will be a total lie if I say that I don't want Okada versus Nakamura versus AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns, for God's sakes. Um, I want Orton, all of these. Like, Rand like... Orton, yeah, and just like... Punk. I want to see all of that. But yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were supposed to face at Forbidden Door, right? At, like at some point, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that 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 was the plan. Uh, anyway, um, I I'm probably leaning more towards WWE right now. I'm sorry if I disappoint some people, but uh, it's just because it's kind of unknown. Uh, I, I've seen what Okada can be in AEW because he was at AEW, he was at Forbidden Door. Like, he's had matches on the show. He's been there, and I've seen what that is. But I'm so, so very curious as to what he can be in WWE. Um, there's probably a lot he can do with a mouthpiece. Um, I don't know. It's it's also Triple H, right? Like I I feel like that that's I feel like the Rumble will be a great way to see what the wrestle Road to WrestleMania is going to be when Triple H is in charge. So a lot is at stake at at the Rumble. Not only the rumble itself. I'm. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good show, uh, but I'm leaning a bit towards WWE. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I I am too. And the reason why is because I think it would be. I I think they're just shocking. Shocking. I mean, There'd be more matches that I. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's so many different people he could have great matches with in AEW. I'm not dumb. You know, there's there's amazing matches he can have wherever he goes, whether it's AEW, WWE, New Japan, or uh, TNA. Regardless where he goes, he's going to have some entertaining matches, and he could have some great matchups. Also, of course, TNA is also an option. Like I'm not uh, because I I mean I just uh, before we started the show I just watched uh, TNA from last night Impact. Uh, it was a hell of a show. I mean, the fact that they started the first Impact, TNA Impact, with a main event between Josh Alexander and Will Ospreay, I mean, what a match that was. We're, we're going to, you know, uh, mention that later. Uh, of course, I think that it's, of course, it's a possibility that TNA is on the, um, uh, is on the table also. The, the advantage he has, if he goes to AEW, he can still live in Japan. Um, yeah. that's one advantage he definitely would have. Mm -hmm. WWE, it's doubtful they would do something where he could do that. But Absolutely. as yeah. time changes, maybe WWE needs to change too. You know? Yeah. The, the that's you know that's the thing that um now that things are kind of changing up, I I. I can see way more leverage, you know, for, for, you know, stuff like that. And 
who knows? I mean, like it's 2024. Like we thought that 2023 was a wild year. Uh, I feel like things are going to get wilder. So it's going to be pretty exciting. Well, like whatever, like the fact that he's leaving new Japan, like that's shocking enough as it is. And I can't, I can't even believe that we're, you know, discussing this. I know it's crazy. I mean, I mean, the way I look at it too is the fact that AEW could add Will Ospreay and Okada to their to their roster is just mind-boggling. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that, Scott. I think that was the previous guy um, that would have done that. Um, Triple H isn't going to do that. I think we both know that. But it's yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to be sold short on uh, under Triple H. But uh, again, it's like we're talking about stuff that haven't haven't even happened yet. Also, we're just now entering the Triple H era, so there is no way we can know for certain anything. Yeah, that's what, makes it, that's what makes it exciting. That like that is. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious to know what. I mean, we won't know, and I don't know what's been reported because I don't usually look outside of Fightful. Um, but I'm curious to know how close Osprey was compared to like WWE price wise, like contract wise. Yeah. And I'm bringing that's a special guest for us to have her speculate. Hello, Kate. <gasps> Hello! How are my faves today? <laughs> See, there's your DM now. <laughs> I accidentally sent Maggie the DM, but I'm like, don't open your DMs. I haven't looked at it. Oh my god, it's gay. It's not it's not a titty pick. It's just about me coming out to the show to surprise you and talk That's some better. <laughs> How are you? How are my faves today? We're good, I think. I'm good. Maggie's good. good. I'm even better now. See? Stop. Me too, honestly. I'm very happy to be here. I love hanging out with you guys. Oh, somebody went to Dunkin'. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? I am drinking a vanilla coffee from Dunkin'. Sponsor us, Dunkin'. Yeah, sponsor us. And I will do this more. Um, I actually didn't run to Dunkin'. I had Dunkin' delivered to me like the most privileged little asshole in the world. (laughs) But it's nasty out today. Um, and I had to get the dog out and I still needed coffee that I had not had. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to do the white girl thing and make someone deliver it to me. (laughs) You mean that bitch Daphne? That bitch Daphne. She's like, she's the best. She's looking at me right now. Like, what was that outside? (laughs) I know it's nasty out there. I'm so sorry. You guys have, have such a bad time right now. Like weather wise. It's just <laughs> one of the best bits. And he did send us a super chat before this, so that's great. We did get that money beforehand. <laughs> Thank you. Before... <laughs> guys, guys, See, guys. I knew guys. what I was doing. I knew it's... I said I had to walk the dog, but I was like, let me show up late so that we get Ryan's money first and go yeah, from there. there. You go. But um honestly, I just wish this had been at Christmas. Like it's it's not even that bad. It's not snowing a ton, it's not like a foot of snow or anything, but um it was just, I was like, this is Christmas weather. I'm one of those people that after January 1st, I'm like, okay, now just be nice. Like, but for the holidays, I want exactly. Christmas weather. Yeah. Exactly. 
Ryan says, guys, 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 it's snowing. I hate it. I'm lazy. I don't want to shovel. This is your fault, Rob. It usually is my fault. So that's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, because it usually is my fault in in my bar, but like I'm not there now. So it has to be you. It's got to be someone else. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I feel like uh, if you pay money to say stuff, you can say most things about me. Like you get, if you're going to pay money about it, I don't care. You want to troll me? Thanks. We'll take your money. There you go. I was, uh, I was, thank you. I was on Mikey Ruckus's uh, Be Kind Rewind show. It's just a nostalgia trip. It's really fun. We talked about, um, we did table reads for Anchorman and the Dewey Cox story. We sang songs. We um, talked about Little Big. Stop being so wonderful. God. No, for real though, Mikey is so great. He has such just incredible energy. And To go on and hang out with him and not talk about wrestling at all was super fun. It's just like a, a very nostalgia throwback show. So check out, I mean, selfishly check out my episode, but that whole series is going to be such a blast because it's, it, he's such a contagious personality and it's such a fun trip to just, it feels like you're hanging out in someone's living room the whole time. It's it's the best. So check that out. But thanks for plugging me, Sue. Yes, few people know this, by the way, but like uh, Mikey Reckis is the father of my wrestling drinks video. Like, is he uh, really? He, he, yeah, he gave me the thumbs up because, like, uh, one of the first videos I wanted to make, I I had to hook, you know, uh, get in touch with him because, like, I wanted one of his songs in the background. And he was like, "Oh yeah, like, do it. That sounds uh, really great." And I told him all about my ideas and everything, and like, not many people know that. He's a gem. He really, really is yes. just an absolute gem of a human being. But let's talk about yeah. Let's talk yeah. some Okado. So, what do you guys want to talk? What do you guys? About? <laughs> so you were you were going on live last night when that news broke. Oh with if we could stop having news break two like monumental news two minutes before I'm about to go live, I was literally hovering over the start stream button, and Reg was like, "Oh boy." <laughs> I mean, Vince McMahon retired in the middle of our show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Vince retired in the middle of your show. I. Unfortunately, the J news broke right before ROH. The J news broke right before NXT. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, I think I said that to I think it was Sean. And he was like, well, you do a lot of shows. So it's bound to happen. And I was like, that's a fair point. Uh, (laughs) Touche. But yeah, that was, um, you know, that's there's all these free agents right now. And so much has happened already. And we're going to see where Mercedes ends up. Looks like she's going to AEW and all these things. But I think Okada's name kind of slipped off a lot of people's radar because I think a lot of people just assumed he was going back to New Japan. I was one of those people. I figured that the appointment of Tanahashi might have had something to do with that of um, in an effort to try and retain him. Um, Violence. (laughs) Violence comes out during in the weeds. It's true. It's true. It's because you're in the morning news cycle, Joel. That's a that's a different. That's when all the bad news comes out. (laughs) That's yeah. You're getting. I'm so I'm I'm so glad that Steve Macklin didn't kick your ass, Joel. I'm not. (laughs) Well, I'm also being sarcastic, but like. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's a it's a big one, and I think what's tough is it leaves New Japan in a really vulnerable position, but. I mean, they lost Shinsuke and they recovered. Like, they'll recover from this too. It just, as far as the product goes, I feel like 2023 was a really great table-setting year for them. But I don't think they have that, like, ace of the promotion turnover um, 
necessarily to hand it off to. Uh, no, Ryan, I will not be reading your text okay. on there. Yeah, stop trying to be. If a you pay, send super yeah. chats. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Like... If you pay to say that, that's fine. Well, he he did have yeah. a super. He did pay for a super chat. So yeah, to say yeah. what he already said. Oh, you okay. can't text me to get your stuff right on air unless you're one of the Seas girls. I'll do that all the time. Uh, well, that's nice. Yeah, sure. So, as I asked Maggie earlier, where do you anticipate Mister Okada going? Well, especially since we saw the evil EVPs this week. And then with their like text message that they received in the cliffhanger and this news coming out, um, yeah. it feels like AEW's the call for a few reasons. One, I think TNA, while that would be super fun, I don't know if they have the financial wherewithal to beat out somewhere like AEW and AEW is going to want Okada. Um, two, I feel like a lot of the dream matches that are left are under AEW's roof, like Danielson again, right? We we have to get that third part of the trilogy. He can mess around with Osprey for however long he wants. And a lot of things like, um, I would love to see Okada versus Takeshita. I would love to see Okada versus Ricky Starks. I want to see Okada versus a lot of people over there, right? So Okada versus Eddie Kingston. Josh Woods. Please. So I, th- I think there's Josh Woods, my God. Yes, please. So I think there's a nice combination there of fresh matchups and renewed rivalries that you can have. Obviously, if Kenny's well enough to come back, keep him away from Jericho. But Jericho's obviously sitting right there, too. Like, there's a a nice balance of history with people and a nice balance of new matchups in AEW, as well as the financial wherewithal to land someone like him. And it also leaves the door open to working with other promotions still. Like, that's something that WWE still hasn't figured out. And I think he has said that schedule and location are something that's a priority for him so assuming he's staying in wrestling and not just letting his beautiful wife who's i think like a a huge voice actress in japan lead the way for their family he might just be like i'll take a break i don't care um (laughs) but assuming he's sticking around wrestling i think aew is probably probably where he ends up because he could still work new japan if you're an aew and i think um schedule wise it's a little bit more forgiving forgiving than a product that's still doing house show loops and things like that i we were talking we both think like wwe is i i I didn't say i i I think that i said that that i kind of want it to be yeah there's so many people i would love to see him face in wwe realistically like I want to see okada versus everyone so it's tough but like there's plenty of matchups in wwe exactly Exactly. Yeah. The, the thing is, I mentioned this to Rob, uh, like WWE ha- haven't been having, you know, the greatest track record on, on booking Japanese uh, wrestlers. Like they're, they're yeah, uh, they're so kind of uh, on that. But uh, I always kind of feel like Okada is, you know, kind of a different situation. But like, it's when you when you think about you know the housing situation because uh, i think we all know that he wants to stay in japan but like we all thought that will osprey didn't want to move to the states also so i kind of feel like things can change uh the last i knew will osprey's plan was to fly back and forth most weeks so yeah. i think he his intention is still not to move but um but i, I mean wwe that, that I think is definitely something that makes sense. And to your point about like really any Asian representation whatsoever, 
that was that was under Vince. Like I, I think Triple H's yeah. WWE is different. If you look at what they're doing with damage control alone, like now we're talking not only Japanese wrestlers, we're talking about Japanese women's wrestlers and the way that yeah. they're being presented is totally different. Um Asuka being one of them, right? Like I, I feel like she's been a complete badass under the um return to Kana kind of um, feel that they have if they're bringing Julia over I'm sure they're wise enough to to make sure they're not going to waste people like this so my hope is that you're not going to get more jacket times in the future I'm hoping Triple H being oh, no. younger and having a fresher <laughs> approach is something that will entice more Japanese talent because I think that is um it I think it's really special when it is done right and I think because stylistically what Japan offers is so different from a lot of American wrestling. It's really cool to see that exposure and just other stuff of like, we heard the word techers on SmackDown. Like my heart skipped a beat. Like we're seeing a lot of um, effort. I feel like on triple H's part to undo some of that stereotype and, and to do a better job of a more authentic representation of those things. So that's really refreshing. NXT little different story based on some of the stuff we saw this week. But I, I think there's the thing with Okada is no matter where he goes, he's he's a star already. And if he goes into a place like AEW where everybody already knows that, or WWE where the fan base is a little bit more casual, um, and they get to discover that he's a, a top star, like I, I think either situation is a, a huge win. Um there are plenty of Oh my god, mashups in WWE. Okada versus Sami Zayn. Like even both as baby faces, like the types of faces that they are, like the storytelling in my heart there. Like there's there's so many people. This version of Shinsuke, what they could do, this version oh. of Gunther, what they exactly. could do. Here, um, here's the photo of uh Okada when he went to WrestleMania 34 for uh to see his buddy Shinsuke wrestle. Um let Okada surf, man. I'm on. Yeah. I'm on the agenda, but uh, I'm I'm all in. But I th- I think it's all upside for whoever gets him. I think this is going to be the most fun free agent year in the world. If you look at what already has happened, the only thing that sucks is like New Japan's in a tough spot. New Japan's yeah. in a tough spot right now, yeah. and yeah. Um, even just like things that wrestling fans don't normally think about self-included like the state of the japanese economy and stuff like uh just okada getting paid in american dollars is going to be like an extra payday for whatever he signs for so um i am more almost more intrigued by what moves new japan's going to have to make now uh than where he goes because i just know wherever okada goes it's going to be positive and happy and exciting so um so we'll see they were in a tough. Uh, they were in a tough place when they lost AJ Styles, also. But like they, 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 like they put it together. Uh, I, I feel like New Japan's gonna be okay. Like they, they, they've built new stars after you know their big stars left them. So I, I, I kind of feel like they're they'll be fine. Uh, Rob, you were gonna. Well, I was just gonna say last night. Jeremy tweeted out. Um... Jungle Boy shows up one time and Okada's out. <laughs> scapegoat, bro. Scapegoat. scapegoat. By the way, I had to Google what scapegoat meant because I'm not, an, uh, you know, an English speaking. You know, you don't have that like metaphor over there. Uh, no. Like, what? Why do you guys have a word for that? Like, <laughs> for like somebody that uh, takes the blame but isn't the necessarily the one some- that's guilty. Yeah. yeah. 
you have a word for that. Like it, it so it must mean that it happens to you guys so often that you have a word for it. Uh, I, like, I would say that Americans more make other people scapegoats than anything else. I think we're probably yeah, pretty that, shitty in there. That, that's that. what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we'll see. I think um, the, New Japan has gone through this before and nobody has seen that closer up than Tanahashi, right? Like nobody. So between Shinsuke leaving, AJ Styles leaving, between AEW starting, you think about Kenny Omega and the loss of the young bucks and all of those things, that whole bullet club core, Adam Cole, like they've been through this before. My thing is they've done a good job of establishing a lot of things of uh, this new bullet club rules. Like Gabe Kidd, it's just, it's just out here talking shit and beating people up and it's so much fun. And Alex Coughlin is just like suplexing people from a seated position and then posting selfies online with his coffee and reaction shots that say like when i saw a titty and it's just his face being up, like he's the best um i'm obviously a huge dsj fan i think he could definitely be a force um and i think you have finley obviously with this new title but the the gap to me is um dsj's title reign was great but it was a 15 minute time limit belt and it was a TV title that was mostly defended elsewhere, right? So I don't know if he has he was the also incredibly ugly, Kate. So <laughs> hideous and not in positioning has not worked out at no. all. No, like sincerely, I feel like the title ring was great, and I think a 15-minute time limit on a technical wrestler is something that's really interesting because those stories are about working body parts and limbs over time. And being able to circle back to them. So suddenly hastening that to 15 minutes, I think caused some of the most creative technical wrestling endings you're ever going to see. But that work was being done mostly like on ROH television and in other places. So I don't know if that title feels like he could be the next guy title. Finley doesn't feel like he has the like be the next guy thing yet. Um, I think Despy had a hell of a year. Like he's been one of my favorite New Japan stories and he hasn't had a chance at any heavyweight title. So this is, I, I think a lot of people criticize the Sonata title reign. I actually really liked it, but now it looks like a problem because you don't have the handoff from Okada to who to be the guy thing. Um, exactly. But you have a lot of seeds there that I think could grow into that position in, in 2024 and beyond for sure. We have a super chat from uh, Koi Stallings. He says, I know we were talking about Okada, but Jack Perry needs to come back align with the EVPs. Imagine the heat. Oh, he needs to grow a mustache for like. He's got a beard that makes yeah, him look a like a huge, wizard, but yeah, he, he would need the beard. I'm My all for man. him coming back to his dad and Christian. Like I'm all for him being a heel under the patriarchy, coming back to to that story. I think that could be so much fun. But I'm. I, it was really interesting for him to show up in New Japan, and I think it was a good move because I feel like him coming back on AEW television was almost a no win situation for him. And I would like to see a lot of the younger talent that's not getting used show up on New Japan Strong or New Japan Proper more often. Like, get that experience, get those reps elsewhere, and come back an even better wrestler while they're realistically... If you're bringing in Will Ospreay and uh, Okada, maybe, and um, we haven't even seen the other Shelton Benjamin or Mustafa Ali where they might end up. Like, if you're bringing in that level of talent, you can't not put them on TV and you can only push so many guys down to ROH. So I, I feel like sending 
AEW talent on excursion to Japan would be a really cool move. So we'll see. Yeah, it's it's up like Lance Archer, you know, like he still gets to wrestle quite a bit. So and I I wish he was on my TV all the time because I love Lance Archer. I really wanted them to be the next ROH six man champions. Like I I loved the pairing of him with the righteous because him and Dutch are such different big men. And Vincent to me is just one of the most compelling guys in the archetype of Thank um, you. I love I love Vincent. Like I I really really do. I I'm such a Vincent fan. Um, I find him so interesting, and he kind of he walks the line of that. Like when when Bray Wyatt was doing the redneck spooky stuff, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre feeling mm-hmm. stuff, like Vincent kind of fits into that mold almost a little bit. So that trio, like I think, is gold. But I feel like because Lance goes and works New Japan and comes back, he never gets consistent footing in AEW. I really yeah. want to see them get behind him though, because I I think the world of him as a talent. They they weren't behind him even even before he went to Japan to do like stuff. Like well, they, I think he's kind always... of always gone away and come back, but they've never given him. He's yeah, just been like the title never... adjacent guy to lose to yeah. people. Like he's never gotten of like course, a fair like call. to Cody to, uh, to oh Jesus, I almost said Dean Ambrose, Moxley, but like he beat Moxley for that New Japan United States Championship, and exactly. and like uh, and what after that? Like I nothing. The death match with Hangman was super fun during his reign, but they really haven't. So um, that was so fun. I loved that match. It was a good match. Underrated. It was, it, Probably one of my favorite uh, Lance Archer match- matches that I've, you know, watched. And it like it wasn't because Hangman bumped like crazy for him and put him over. Lance was, you know, legitimately too. amazing yeah, like... in that match, of course. Yeah. We'll I, By the way, I actually think that Jack Perry popping up in New Japan, I feel like this was, you know, AEW filling the room because I... I I feel like they, exactly like us, they have no idea how the audience react to a Jack Perry return because they don't know if they're going to boo the crap out of him or they're going to love him or be straight down in the middle. So them, like him coming back in New Japan, but in the States, but like not not there uh, in the States. And everyone booed him and they're like, okay, now we know, like they're going to boo him now. So this, for me, it was like filling the room. I think it was to have him come and like rip up the contract and have the scapegoat. Like I think because before all the punk stuff aside, he had run out of room on his baby face run. The heel turn to the Hollywood feeling Perry wasn't really clicking. So like go kind of like explore in this different environment and figure out who you are as a heel and then show back up. I think could be something that's really fun. And to your point, it was new Japan strong which was a card that had John Moxley versus Takagi on it, right? Will Ospreay and Okada, which now is hilarious because we were like, oh, that was cool. Like, Will Ospreay went out on his back to Okada. And maybe Okada should have been going out on his back too. (laughs) Who knows, right? Um, But there was tons of AEW. Eddie Kingston was on that card. So there's tons of AEW talent on that card still, which means I think a lot of those same eyeballs were probably following it or at least paying attention to it. Um, so I, I think it was a really wise call and I think it gives him a little breathing room to kind of figure out what's next. And then he can always show up back in AEW. What intrigued me about it was, I think it was a work. I don't think he really ripped up his AEW contract. So is he going to be like the pillar of establishing what, what I've been rooting for, which is an ROH new Japan strong shared relationship. Cause I, I think both brands would benefit from that so much. 
Uh, and he could be a really fun, like, test case. Because I think Jack P- Perry and ROH could make a lot of sense. That is actually but- a pretty good point. Thank you. Yes. So, Shout out to Ryan you, who you're... said, no, 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 he clearly did it. It said AEW. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm so sorry. Uh... <laughs> you're also being incredibly selfish because, like, you're, you know, you're talking about new, uh, ROH on Fightful, you know, on, uh, you know, on the Fightful Post show for Ring of Honor, and you're also a huge pan nut. So, you know, you're kind of I'm selfish. Not a wrestling you just nut. Want that. <laughs> I'm a wrestling nut. I love this shit more than ever. Like, I, I love so many of these sub brands, but um, there is one more date. I saw the chat you pulled up, Rob. Yeah. Uh, a, new it's beginning. a singles match, but I think uh, I think there's another one too that I read that he might be doing. So, New, um, uh, new Beginnings has a, a never wait. Trios yeah. match against that's my it. TMTK boys. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep, I love so. those mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. against cool. Mikey and Shane and Fujita. So, so before we let you go, I want to get a percentage of from your guess percentage that we see him in at WrestleMania in a match, or if we okay. see him debut at Revolution. What would you think the percentages? Well, it's not going to be exactly a debut. Like he's been there well, before. No, I. But I'm talking like under AEW contract wise. Unripping a contract. You know? I'm gonna say fifty percent AEW, thirty percent WWE, twenty percent TNA. All right. That's gonna be my maybe thirty-five, fifteen. That's probably more fair. And that. tonight you'll be doing the SmackDown post show with Alexis correct yes i'll be doing uh the smackdown post show with alex cardozo looking very forward to that um wwe's gotten some some real wind in their sails of late and it's very fun and we are coming up on royal rumble season baby so i am excited (laughs) ryan lambert how dare you house of torture leader jack perry if jack perry joins house of torture they already broke up show and row yo and they already stole ren narita out from under us I will complain about it on the internet. But if you want to hear me complain on the internet more, check me out on the SmackDown Post Show. As Rob said, thank you so much for having me to talk. Thank you. We appreciate it. You're the sweetest. Yay. Let's do it again. Yes. Anytime. Love you guys. See ya. All right. Such a sweetheart for doing that. Yeah. We talked a lot of Okada. So let's move on. So, well, here, we'll go into this. Maggie, what do you think of TNA Hard to Kill? Okay, so uh, first of all, my God, TNA is back. Th- this, th- like, this is so. I've enjoyed this way. Like, I, I was sure that I would love each and every second of it, of this, but I enjoyed it even more, like immensely. Um, so Dana Brooke uh, appeared uh, under the name of. Um, Remind me. Elegance by Ash. Elegance by Ash. Okay, so that's a perfume gimmick. Yeah. That is so great. I (laughs) cannot wait to see where this goes because from the beginning when I saw it and I'm like, this kind of reminds me of Tony Storm. But then they aired, you know, a vignette with her last night on Impact. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's great. I I absolutely love this. Um, <laughs> how? <laughs> so <laughs> that was so that was so great. I again I cannot wait. 
this uh, this this is gonna uh hump so much i i did uh i did tear up a bit about you know bailey and mercedes monet both being you know uh in attendance watching uh trinity and uh um, jordan grace did they what did they show them on tv or no because I, I have no I, idea okay because I, I didn't no see idea. it if you did uh, even if they did, like I was doing like a thousand stuff, like okay. you know, at the same time, and then going to work. So, uh, I don't like, forgive me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have no idea if they did, but uh, Jordan Grace did beat Trinity for the knockouts uh, championship again. A marvelous belt, a marvelous belt. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace is TNA knockouts champion, and they will have a rematch next week. Uh, it's gonna be a slapper, just like this one was. Again, Jordan Grace, my personal hero. She's such a gem. I adore this woman. I will support her uh, till the end of uh, you know of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, as the show was going on and on, and it was so good, and the grizzled grizzled young veterans. And everything, and it, it was so fun. And then all of a sudden, Moose wins the TNA championship, and I was like, "Fucking bull!" Yeah, I wasn't too thrilled about that either. I like that. That is that is such bullshit, and I will tell you why. Because, like, we all know what happened after that. Uh, Nick Nemeth appeared on TNA. He uh-huh. super kicked the, the living uh, shit out of you know of Moose. Uh, he got a boo-boo, and that's fine. I don't care. So, like, imagine what uh, Alex Shelley and Nick Nemeth could have done in the ring for that championship. But no, like, they decided to put that on uh, on Moose. I hate that. I, I fucking hate that. Uh, did I mention that I hate that? Yeah, it's you so did, stupid. actually. Yeah, it's, hmm. it, it sucks. I, I, I'm sorry. And this is... I know, like... I just don't like Moose, okay? Like the, the god, the dude does nothing for me. It's it's like putting the championship on uh on Braun Strowman. He does nothing for me. He's a big dude who no, like Moose is I feel like he's way more athletic than Braun Strowman is. Uh Braun Strowman's kind of you know stiff. Uh like I don't like big guys. Like Wardlow is a different thing, okay. Like we've discussed this, Wardlow is the exception to the you know the 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 rule that Maggie doesn't like big guys. So uh, also Preston Vance. Uh, I'm sure there is more exceptions. You see, I'm like, <laughs> and uh, this person, and this person. And I'm this sure there's more of them, but I can't like I I cannot remember right now. So, uh, yeah. The so the thing is the show ending. With Nick Nemeth in the audience tearing up his shirt, uh, yes, yes, he like he 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 doesn't want to say it and he keeps taking pictures with another woman, but like, <laughs> by the way, his girlfriend is gorgeous, just, just so you guys know, she's freaking gorgeous. Um, that I'm kind of sad about it. So, like, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, uh. The image of Nick Nemeth tearing his T-shirt and underneath there's a TNA shirt. And everyone in the audience losing his their mind, losing their marbles, chanting TNA. And, excuse me, Nick Nemeth wearing a TNA shirt. 
what year is this? Like, yeah. that is so, like, that bonkers, okay? That was so weird. And then he appeared last night on uh, on, on on the show. Uh, he was so hyped for everything. And now he's gonna, you know, um, he's gonna face uh, Steve Macklin. And please give me that. That's that's gonna be so great. Uh, I I didn't know what to expect out of Nick Nemeth on a microphone that is not a WWE microphone. You know, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler was always kind of underrated on a microphone because I feel like he was first fed to us a lot in WWE. Uh, his peak was in 20, 2014. A lot of people like. Dolph Ziggler became a lot of people's favorite wrestler in 2014. Like, I, I kind of feel like that was his best run, a part of his uh, heavyweight championship run with Big E and AJ Lee, who's coming yeah. back at the Rumble. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I had to go look at, see what his girlfriend looked like, and you're, you're right. She is pretty hot. She is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, come on, it's for though. Like he's yeah, I know. I figured. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting like oh. So during this entire time, I was talking about TNA. You, were I was listening. I was listening. <laughs> Just calm down. Okay, she is pretty gorgeous. She is. Uh, yeah. What did you think of TNA? Uh, and, I enjoyed and last it. night's impact. TNA. I didn't get to watch last night's impact. Oh um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, but uh, I enjoyed TNA. Or sorry, last night's TNA Impact. That is, I enjoyed TNA Hard to Kill. I thought it was very fun show. Fantastic I show. I really I, I really just enjoyed it. Like overall, I it was you had good matches. The commentary, like normal's, was really solid, and it was just a good show overall. And then. Right after that, I watched Battle in the Valley, so it was just a good night of wrestling. So, and oh yeah, tonight... such a such a good night of wrestling. I uh, like we said last week, there was wrestling for absolutely everyone last weekend. It was so good. Yeah, and you know, so it it was good. And tonight, I'll watch SmackDown, and then I'll uh, I'll probably yeah, I'll watch SmackDown live, and then I'll probably watch. DNA and then just watch uh, and record Rampage and watch Rampage. that later. Yeah. Maybe watch it either tonight or tomorrow. So Impact um, was amazing last night. You should watch it. Like Yeah, uh, I will. Cause, um, I mean, yeah. I wanted to, but I had too much going on. So it's like I, I understand. Like uh Okada and uh and Josh oh. Alexander number two, like that was of course it's gonna suffer because of the fact that it's a television match, so we had a lot of commercials. So like that that's that's why it like There's, it it got disrupted. And just so people know, they did release that match on YouTube without the commercials. That is absolutely so check that out. Sweet. Thank you. Thank YouTube you. Page. That's yeah. Uh it's what I loved most was um Scott Demore's passionate speech after the match. Like you should like I, I'm I'm not gonna spoil anything for you. Like he didn't like he just hyped the show. Like Scott Demore is Impact Wrestling's biggest cheerleader, and now TNA's biggest cheerleader. He was so passionate and so emotional. He shouted so much that at some point I I feel like he said something uh, of the sorts of, "If I drop dead 
tonight when I, you know, when I go to the back, I'll be happy. And I'm like, sweetie, if you don't come down, you will like, like calm down. It's because like he was so hyped and shouting in the microphone and like losing his voice. I love Scott Demore. The guy has done wonders for our company. I've loved yeah. him so much. Yeah. Exactly. I cannot wait for TNA. This is going to be great. I'm going to buy a TNA t-shirt. Yeah. yeah I get Scott. Yeah, he dropped from... a bunch of F-bombs. Yeah. He didn't give a crap. Like he t- he said shit a lot and all of a sudden they, they're bleeping up F-words. And I'm like, come on. What are you guys doing? Thanks. Well, um, I was going to do this one a little bit later, but since time's kind of changed, I'm going to go ahead and do this now. So here's our Cooper effect. So guys, you know, I'm actually doing the Cooper effect today. Um, Maggie wanted me to do it. So here you go. Uh, you guys know how much we love animals on this show. It's animals and just, we, we just absolutely love them. Um, something that caught my eye was this story about a guy that you probably recognize behind that beautiful dog right there is Dave Batista and Batista recently, um, talked about what he did for his baby girl. The dog's name's Penny. Batista. Sure. And he said that he is grateful every day that he gets to spend with her and his other three rescue dogs to celebrate his birthday. What he did instead of receiving, he wanted, uh, he donated to three of his favorite local, uh, organizations, uh, Frankie's friend, which is a, a animal, uh, non spot, non profit, Humane uh, Society of Tampa Bay and the Golden Near Sanctuary. Um, so he had people donate to those. Um, and basically, he is telling people to adopt, don't shop, uh, rescue pit bulls, uh, make like pit bulls are there's a there's a negative. A lot of people aren't comfortable comfortable about getting pit bulls and i understand that but they are um amazing dogs if they do have a shitty reputation because of their shitty owners it's not their fault yeah yeah so um just and happy belated to dave batista he's a fantastic person um he's he's like us we just absolutely love animals and you know what he did uh to just adopt and try to get people's eyes on adopting animals more instead of going out and shopping from puppy mills and stuff like that. So it's, it's a good thing. And we wanted to talk about that today. So that was our Cooper effect. The Cooper so, effect can also be Wardlow's birthday because it's Wardlow's birthday. Today. Oh, today's his birthday. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Did not know that. So, Maggie, you know, we, we haven't been previewing shows as late because there's we just don't really want to, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but this week is a little di- bit different coming up because we have yeah. Cody Rhodes and CM Punk that are going to meet in the ring um, and have a little discussion. Oh, boy, let me tell you how much I cannot wait for that. <laughs> yeah, so 
do you these two men desperately want to main event main event wrestlemania we know that yeah yeah they do and it's gotten really complicated because of the rock possibly wrestling yes and, and it, i know it has gotten even more complicated because we're not sure what seth rollins is health is right now correct so yes. it'll be very interesting to see what route they go my question is you know, I like to do the percentages. Percentage that three letters get brought up on Monday. That's A E W. What is oh, the percentage? No, I, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. So I'm I don't what, think they are. No, I'm just asking your percentage of that happening. It can't be zero. Do you give it like 1%, 5%? I give it a, a 15% because I can see them yeah. actually i'll give it higher i'm gonna go 25 percent because i could see them wanting getting away to with talk. it yeah that and right if you bring up the three letters that gets people to talk because it's it rarely happens in wwe like bringing up AEW is what i'm saying i mean we know that michael cole's brought up like new japan he's brought up stardom stuff like that but the fact that PWG? this PWG, yeah, that was that was more shocking than anything. I, I was shocked. I didn't have that on my bingo card. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was like, he said what? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like Kate said, he said trekker, or there was trekkers the other day. You know, they brought that yeah. up. Or trekkers, trekkers. What the hell is wrong with me? Um, um, I'm gonna give it fifteen percent because, 15. uh, yeah, I know, uh. I know, like, Punk signed some stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Like, But, like, he didn't sign stuff to, you know, not talk about AEW whatsoever. Yeah, uh, I mean, you mentioned it. He just, there's certain things he can't talk yeah, about. Yeah, sure. Uh, there are certain things that he cannot uh, discuss. I'm aware of that. So, yeah, I'm going to give it 15%. Like, they can, like, they can say a lot of stuff without mentioning the letters mm -hmm. themselves like they and names yeah yeah and names like at all like whatsoever uh they can just uh, reference it as the other place because they've done yeah. this before yeah and I, what i'm saying is like they're they're going to definitely talk about the other company but what i'm saying is the chances of them actually saying those three letters is what i'm talking about like 15 percent, they actually say the three letters instead of the yeah. other company so i'm sure that the aew is gonna get brought up but them name dropping them like i like i don't i don't it's think very, they have to very, i don't think they, they have to they probably like, don't that's that's the thing um they they definitely don't yeah i to. but like that convert i want them to have that uh one-on-one -on -one conversation in the ring that's gonna be so so great. Do you think they open up the show with that? Or I want them I think, to, but I know I feel they like they kind of should. The thing is, is I, I think they should. However, we've seen WWE do the thing lately where they keep it towards the end. Yeah, but like they're gonna cut it short because I know, like there's that's some, why I... because they, they did it with punk, like he got cut, like his time got cut, and now like now I feel like he if if they don't open been... the show. If they don't open the show, I want them to do it in the 10 o'clock hour. So the second hour. Yeah, sh yeah, sure. But like it's or the nine o'clock hour. Well, it's 
yeah, sorry, nine o'clock hour. I was thinking, uh, you're thinking your time. Yeah. When I said that eat, we'll see. Yeah. And it comes on at seven o'clock for me. So when I was thinking second hour, I was thinking, uh, yeah, sure. So there you go. I get it. I get it. Thanks. Uh, it's, I don't know. Uh, they, for me, they need to open it, uh, because punk hasn't been on the show, Rob. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't. He's like he's getting been that Roman Reigns less treatment. Than, he, yeah, he's been on less than fifty percent of the time. Yeah, and like that's kind of bugging me. Uh, I, so yeah. I think these two are going to talk. Like part of their promo is, I have a feeling that they're going to want to. They both start the Royal Rumble. I think that's going to happen. I really Shit. do. I I think so. And I can can CM Punk go that long. I think he can. I mean, in that match, I think that's a good way to get them both to say, hey, I want the main event. No, I want the main event. Well, you two want the main event. You better earn it. And they're going to go out one and two. That's the way I see it. Okay, here's the thing. Um, I badly want for Cody Rhodes to main event night two of WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. I badly want that. And not because I'm a huge fan of Cody Rhodes, but because this is what they're they've been uh this is what they've been you know building towards i feel like for a decade now it's been like a little more than a year two years maybe like i i I don't remember rob anymore whatever inning they're in you know so where I don't, I don't know. I don't know your sports metaphors. Yeah. Well, you know, if you would have brought that, brought that, if you would have let that guy, this is an inside joke, but if you would have let that guy watch baseball that night in your bar, he would know. That fucker didn't even know what, we, what was coming to him. Like so, That's an inside joke for this show, but we got a super chat uh, from our good friend, Eric Reed. He goes, similar to Batista, what belly button tattoo would you get? Also with top flight and private party, both healthy. Do you think TK creates junior tag titles? I hope. I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love top, top Flight. I've said it a thousand times. Let's stop with all the titles. Yeah, let's, stop it. Like, stop. stop it with all the titles. Also, the belly button, uh, you know, uh, tattoo should be the Omega sign. Yeah. Well, in <laughs> mine, like, I had, like, Tupac, I had Thug Life across mine. But as I got bigger, it just said hug a tree. So it's like. Yeah. Okay, too soon. But no, if I was to do one, I'd say Thug Life, because I like Tupac. Mike can say Warho. Warho, yeah. Warho. Yeah. That's it. Just just Warho. I'm going to get a Fightful tattoo. I am... So, no. You're not paying me enough. <laughs> they Give pay me a raise and I'll get, I'll get a Fightful tattoo. Pay me enough. what I would do for a lot of money. Yeah, that's it. So absolutely. But Eric, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I I love. No, no. Flight. Enough with the belts. I enough with the belts. No, no, no. Like for me, they should be, you know, um, uniting the Ring of Honor and AEW Trio Championships in, like, in my in which my I think eyes. they're doing. Uh, sure, but other like other than that. Or if they're not gonna do it, just like don't have that. 
people from Ring of Honor defend those championships on AEW and just not appear out at on Ring of Honor whatsoever. That's bugging me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if they are because I'm like, I'm not watching Ring of Honor because I stopped watching Ring of Honor because it doesn't matter. None of the it's, championships are there. The show's gotten better though. I'll say that. The I'm glad. Gotten... I'm glad. Uh, but like, it was never bad in terms of wrestling. Yeah. It's been bad that the champions weren't there. Athena is the only one that's holding the front. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, it's, I just don't want more belts and that's really all it all it is for me if like it, it will be a totally different thing if the belts mattered but like they just do a bunch of belts that don't mean anything yeah so uh, our next story bailey recently said that when she talked to sports illustrated um in a new interview that she said that she and mercedes aka sasha banks are always destined to have at least one more match, which I 100% agree. Do you... She said... The other thing she said was that Sasha, Mercedes, is her Michael Jordan. So it's very... I, I like that because I can see that between... I can see why Bailey said that. It will be weird. I, I shouldn't say weird. Weird's the wrong word. To see those two wrestle again would be fantastic. And I was actually like, there was part of me that was hoping that WrestleMania, they would have a singles match. I think that would be. It's a, it's, it's, it's a missed opportunity for me. I feel like they can still do it, but like they have to get their shit together. Yeah. It'll be a while. So, um, Sasha's going, Sasha or Sasha's going to, uh, AEW. When? Uh, well, I'll call her tonight and see what she says, but soon. I cannot I believe that you did a reverse. That's what she said joke. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm more mature now. I don't do things that I shouldn't do. As we mature, the yeah. relationship matures with us. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've grown. I'm a different person than I used when? to be. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to show you. I, I'm been better about things. Like last week, I didn't play this at all. Sacrifice! 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 I was about to tell you how proud of you I was, but now I'm not. I well, no, quit. I was showing you that I did not yeah, play it. Sure. That's sure. what I was saying. I did not play it. I mean, you I could have. Yeah, David Busters, damn it. I could have played that one. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Like, so. you know. You're lucky that I have my scarf here. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm pretty mad right now. I wonder what this is. Hold on. This is a new one somebody uploaded. Oh, that's pretty good. Hook. Cool. <laughs> we can talk about Hook now if you want. Hey. Happy anniversary! Okay. Done with that now. I'm done hitting are buttons. You are you done? Yes, I'm done. Because I'm, uh... I'm done. Okay. Let's so, talk about AEW. Oh no, we have more. Well, do we? What do we got? Yeah. Where's our script here? Oh, Black Darus, he signed with uh well, no, I can't say he signed with because we don't really know yet, but he does have an agreement with AEW Ring of Honor right now. So that's new. Um looking forward to that. Seeing what he does 
in AEW. There's some good matches he can have. Yeah. Uh, we can, okay. Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley. How awesome was that? That was good. That was, that was so, do you know what I loved most about this? The fact that they did not stop circling the ring. They didn't like they were like like caged animals, you know, like that that was so great. And Becky Lynch being as dominant in she as she is by being the best at what she is as and what she does and what she she has become, she put over Rhea Ripley so much. Oh yeah. And in, 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 in just one sentence, she said, I do believe. I think I'm afraid that you're better than me, but I want to prove to myself that you're not. Oh, like how, give it, leave it to Becky Lynch to put over something that hasn't even happened yet in one sentence. You know, the thing is one sentence. Yeah. You know, the thing is like when I'm watching like raw, I'm usually one of those people that obviously I don't, I don't talk to myself or anything like that. But I remember specifically watching that, and I said, oh, well, that was a hell of a line. I said something yeah. to that ex- extent, and I was like, oh, shit, here I am talking to myself. <laughs> like, but I, I remember, I, I I tend not to, um, I guess, but I don't know. But um, what match made you both? Ooh, that's a tough question for me, because what... <laughs> When I was a kid, it was, it was probably, well, I, I'll tell you what, what got me like into it uh, when I got older was Bret Harvard's Mr. Perfect 1991 SummerSlam. That's what did it for me. Um, Raw cost in WrestleMania 17. That's an easy bit. Yeah. So, all right. So yeah, that, that promo between Becky and Rhea is going to be used a lot for their build up to their match at WrestleMania. I believe they're going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Um, uh, the only thing that Rhea Ripley said on the microphone, she said, uh, the only person who wants you to win the Rumble more than you is me. See you at WrestleMania. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be okay. Honest. Okay. <laughs> it was good, good times. Good, good times. It was a. I love was... this. I love this so much. And, um, just like that, I want this to be the main event for uh, for night one. I don't care, okay? I don't care. I know that Seth haven't like granted he's okay for WrestleMania. He's good to go for WrestleMania. I know that Seth has never main evented WrestleMania ever. CM Punk never main evented WrestleMania ever. So that's a thing at itself. And I kind of feel like Punk and Seth is the way to go here. That's what matters, right? Because, like, on the other end, there's, like, other stuff to worry about. So, on the Raw brand, Punk and Seth is the way to go. But because Punk hasn't been there at all, and Seth is kind of a question mark right now uh, concerning his, uh, his knee. So... What Becky and Rhea did in one minute, 
like I know the, the the promo itself was more than one minute, but like they in in less than a minute they put over something that hasn't even happened yet, and it's a question mark at itself because like I'm sure that if Seth and and Punk is the way to go, then it's gonna be main event and main eventing nine one. I'm I'm sure, but Becky and Rhea should be the, the you know the main event. We made the same point last year when it was Rhea and Charlotte. I wanted this to main event night one, but having in mind the huge buildup that the tag team uh, match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and the Usos had, that the only reason why Rhea and Charlotte would have main evented night, night one was because they had to have a women's main event. The right the right decision was having the tag, tag titles main event show the night one. What Charlotte and Rhea did was prove a point and they had a wonderful match. I wonder what happens this year because again, what both these women did tonight was get me so hyped for this match and now I want this to be the main event for night one. What will eventually happen? There's so much time. There is so much time and there's so many things up in the air. We have like the rumble hasn't even happened yet. I mean, Becky hasn't even won the rumble yet. <laughs> yeah. She she may not win, win the the rumble, but like planting those seeds in that promo, I feel like they have to now. And you know, we we're, we're going to do our prediction show next week for the Royal Rumble. But something that came to me last night when I was thinking about it, and I know I said, like, I would like to see CM Punk and Cody start the Rumble, but there's a part of me, you know, hear, hear me out on this. Oh, there's a part of me. be some sort of fuckery, right? I don't think so. There, there's a part of me that would absolutely love to see CM Punk, like, let's say it's number 15, okay? Like, he, he eliminates number 15, and then he's just in the ring by himself. And the 16th person in the Royal Rumble, John Cena's music hits. Could you imagine them having a face-off just in the ring at Royal Rumble, like with nobody else in the ring? Holy hell, Batman. That's all I wanted to say about that. It's actually really interesting. Yeah, I would like that. What, what, what I actually, what I really want is, is for actually AJ Lee. Of course, AJ Lee, like she comes in and pulls him by the ear over the third rope, you know, uh, uh, and it's like, what do you think you're doing? Like she, <laughs> she does the fuckery and everything, like the kiss, the kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And eliminates him because, oh. you know, they have that stupid rule that people outside of the Royal Rumble match can eliminate people. That is so stupid. Yeah. Uh yeah. So what I want is for actually Punk and and The Rock to have a face off because The Rock was the one to dethrone CM Punk from his uh monumental at the time reign. It was the Rumble, right? The Rock yeah. beat him at yep. the Rumble. Yeah. So that's that, that's going to be kind of interesting. The other interesting thing that I do not want to happen. I don't want it to happen, but it's it, it will be interesting if Kane returns. I don't want I want I don't want that. If Kane returns and CM Punk is there because Kane is the one to eliminate, you know, corporate Kane eliminated Punk from the 2014 Royal Rumble. 
Blah. after corporate Kane was already eliminated by Punk. So yeah. because Kane was so like uh, the mad about it that he eliminated Punk after that's so stupid. If you get eliminated, you shouldn't be able to eliminate other people. Correct. I agree that, with that. That is that is so dumb. I've hated this every year since I've been watching a Rumble match. It's yeah. a trope that's been done so many times. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, um, it, it shouldn't be a thing. Let's let's move on. Let's talk yeah. about AEW now. Well, yeah. One one thing before AEW. Uh, Core Jade unfortunately tore ACL last week at a uh, NXT she house just show. Came back. Yeah, she just came back. So um, our our thoughts are with her. Can't wait for her to come back. Uh, Maybe being... you know what? Maybe she should come back as a baby face. I I that's, feel like that that is that is, that is exactly the... what I said to uh, Throwback last night when we talked to Ada, or NXT. Yeah, like I feel like the universe is shouting at Cora J, "Don't be a heel. This isn't working for you." Or or make it make sense. I don't know. Like it's it's yeah. it's, it's it's so weird. Uh, well wishes everything leave guys please leave a thumbs up and left calls for super chats and hopper chats we will be diving into dynamite right now yep AEW dynamite took place in south carolina this past week south carolina (laughs) that doesn't work (laughs) the the show kicked off with christian cage defeating dustin Rhodes. what do you think of this an okay match uh it, it was it was a really it, it was a pretty good uh a dustin match i mean i i enjoyed it more than i enjoyed i or didn't enjoy his match against swerve strickland um but at at this it's 2024 like dustin matches will also bring uh, will always bring nostalgia to me mm-hmm. and also his wrestling career is as old as me so like that's kind of <laughs> Not yeah. fair. Okay. Yeah, that is a, like he's been in the ring for 35 years. I was born 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. So please stop. Just <laughs> every time I feel like like please don't hurt yourself. Like it's just I know I know like him, Sting, you know, people of that caliber, like they're proving proving me wrong every day. And I, I get it, but like that's enough. Yeah. Uh, and just so people know, like when we do these reviews, we just talk about the parts we want to talk about. We kind of go out of order just so people know, um, Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta defeated, uh, Penta and Commander. Trent was the one to get the pin here. And I'm so happy because finally your scarf's talking to you. Scarf, sweetie. I've been waiting for you. Yeah, so, okay, no, that's not going to work. So, uh, it's it's like, it's like TK finally understood that people enjoy watching Trent get wins at matches because, like, we've been, we've been beating the drum for best friends being tag team champions for quite some time now, yeah, right? We didn't, yeah, we didn't get it with uh, uh, Fred Power. With Proud and Powerful, like, Proud at Proud. all. Like, I, I sure as hell hope that we get to see that with best friends. I hope that Chuck Taylor gets better soon. I, I hope that this uh, that this happens. I'm pretty sure that Roderick Strong is dethroning uh, Orange Cassidy from uh, being champion. This is the way to go because... Uh, 
Undisputed Kingdom will all be champions. We have, you know, uh, I'm just gonna mention it real quick. They did have the segment with Adam Cole uh, and 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 War Daddy. Happy birthday, sweetie! Uh, so it's uh, each and every week, like nothing new uh, is mentioned on television. It it just more like Wardlow's side eye gets bigger and bigger and he continues saying nothing like he doesn't say yeah that's the thing that i'm gonna do he says nothing and then boom and i'm like boom back to you sweetie so <laughs> yeah uh it's it, it's gonna be it's 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 gonna be a really interesting couple of months for AEW. Yeah, we uh, it is, and we had the uh, Mark Briscoe um, came out to the stage and talked about his brother Jay, and uh, it was the one year anniversary passing. They showed a video uh, that was very touching, and uh, Jay's daughter, who was with him in the car, um, was brought out on stage by Mark Briscoe. He talked about how doctors said she would never walk again, and she came out there walking with a beautiful smile. So. Um, that is so, so it was incredibly touching yeah. emotional and i'm so i'm so happy for her yeah uh your guys matthew and nicholas jackson sat down with the wonderful and amazing talented renee paquette uh, how, they said, how like how much time did it take you to realize that they have the vincent the vince mustache because it took me some time oh, to realize that. no i like i realized i'm like oh look at that and i like, yeah. I, it took me quite some time because like it i i w- i had so many questions about everything you know because like Mad- matthew i'm sorry matthew jackson was wearing a cardigan yeah like <laughs> um, what? they they really like harped on being the evps in regards to yeah. sting they said that they need to take him out because of what he represents the old um era even though sting is the um is the one that goes against like the grain to speak of the veterans um, that they dislike. They still need to go back to their original statement of the company, mission statement of the company. Um, Yeah, they they needed to get rid of the toxicity and everything. And I'm like, oh my God, they're talking about it. (laughs) They're, they're, yeah, I mean, they were talking about it. And I'm like, these guys, these guys are so good at being the douchebag heels. Like They're they're such dicks. I love that. Yeah. Super dick party. Yeah. Yep. So that was that was good. And then you had the Ring of Honor six man tag team championship, Bullet Club Gold, um, Wingo? defeating the Mogul Embassy to win the with title the with the help with the of, of, uh, of Anthony Bowens. Now here's my question to you. We've we've seen hints before, and it hasn't happened in a while about Billy Gunn. Like maybe leaving, like the mm-hmm. says, this would be a good opportunity. <laughs> this would be a good opportunity for him to turn and help his boys win the titles. You know, because like, do you? I, I'm gonna take you back. Do you remember when everyone was anticipating Alexa Bliss turning on Nikki Cross? Yeah, and then she never did. Yeah, it's the same feeling. It's the same feeling because, like, we were anticipating uh, Daddy Ass, you know, turning his, <laughs> yeah, yeah, tur- turning on the-, the acclaimed, and I'm like, okay, like we know this is coming, so when is it coming? That is a weird sentence. 
that I said. Yeah. So the, well, Blue Chew, you can keep going. Yeah. Okay. They're they're, not they're, they're not sponsoring us. I know, but they 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 deserve a free. Burberry show. needs to sponsor this show. I will not stop having this scarf with me up okay. until MJF returns and scarf gets his old name back on Twitter. We yeah. love you, sweetie. Uh, hope you're staying warm uh, yeah. because I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had Diana Perazzo defeat Anna J. Anna. Anna. That was a, Anna J. Probably one of Anna J.'s best matches. Yeah, like the, the death match. Me. The death match that she had when when she got you know the tap was really amazing. But I that was a really what, excellent match. Yeah, I can't remember what Tony Storm said to Ian Riccoboni, but I cracked up. I know what she said. Like, I I have it in my notes. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh no! I, wait, I don't have it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was something about like looking like Tony uh, Schiavone and yeah. Uh, she she said that uh, you look so good, clean shaven, and she <laughs> struck his hair throughout the entire com- time that she was on commentary. Yeah. It was so sweet, and I, <laughs> yeah. You got rid of those horrible earrings. I actually think yeah. that Taz said said this because Ian Riccoboni was on commentary throughout the night uh, yeah. in place of Tony Schiavone. You were pretty happy about that, I'm sure. So, no, yeah. I'm not happy about uh, it. It's a, it's my bit. So it's a, it's the kayfabe happy. Don't kill the bit. Um, yeah. So uh, Ian Riccoboni did amazing on commentary. By the way, it it, it, it was so good. But the thing that Tony said to Diana, that wh- what did she say about her box? She's gonna <laughs> suck her in her box. Yeah. Suck Do you know what, what what box is? Oh, I know what a box is. Yeah. Okay. Because I had to Google it. But, oh. I mean, I know what box is. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, oh, it's like for a mouse. It's like for also what? Yeah. And then, uh, like, no. <laughs> Everything like, like I, I love Tony Storm so much. This is this is working, this is amazing. And her doing a promo from Luther's shoulders. Yeah. I'm so happy that Luther is doing something on AEW television because he is so good at this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And also um, Renee Paquette uh losing her mind in the ring. And trying not to at the same time. And yeah. Diana Perazzo is is doing a pretty good job at that also because like she she was cracking up. I love so, this. Yeah, like so the people that might not know the box is uh Okay, yeah. Okay, basically sure. Ron Burgundy said it best to uh gonna punch you in the ovaries. So that's like in that area. So there you go. That's a really respectful way to, to describe such yeah. a vulgar. Well, I'm a respectful person. Sure. So, yeah. I, I mean. Sacrifice! 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 I'm going to sacrifice the scarf and choke you with it. <laughs> uh, you're talking dirty again. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's see here. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe and the hook. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what did you think of this match? <laughs> what did I think? I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I said after that match was ending, after that match ended, I said, uh, 
AEW has a future world champion, in my opinion. Like yeah, sure. they they do. But I also said um I am very intrigued to see what way they go with Samoa Joe, Swerve, and Magnum TA. So <laughs> so uh aka I, I see, I see, yeah. yeah. Well no, I'm just letting people that might not know. Um so Corey got pregnant from it, so that's good. But it was a hell of a match. I loved it. I'm looking forward to your next nine months, sweetie. Yeah. They're they're gonna be hell. <laughs> kind of like hell when you putting that scarf back. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting, your, <laughs> getting your ass kicked over there. Um, but no, it was such so a good annoying. match. I enjoyed it. It was. It was. I'm solid. just trying to do my best not to sit on it because I I don't want to sit on my scarf. Okay. Um, but no, it was it was solid. It was. It was better than I thought it'd be, and I'm absolutely. And I knew and he the, wasn't going to win. Not in a bad way. Yeah, and I knew he wasn't going to win, but they gave me hope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it felt like that. So, I loved it. It was a, uh, it was such an amazing thing because um, Taz being on commentary for this. I'm sorry, but it it, it was it was so it was so good. Um, that urinagi on the announce table, right in front of his father. Nevertheless, it, it's it, it it is so, so so awesome. Um, Hook flipped him off yeah. after that. I mean, yeah. like the balls on on this guy to flip off Samoa Joe uh, and Taz. The moment Hook flipped off Samoa Joe and Taz was, "Don't do that, Hook!" And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, like that, that, that was so good. Uh, hook kicking out at one from the muscle buster. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So, because like there was a lot of hate on internet because Hook kicked up. Uh, no, he didn't kick out. He stood up Im- immediately after a tombstone pile driver. And then the internet lost it be- from that. I, I don't know against who. Uh, who he was wrestling i'm sorry no disrespect to to the other wrestler but everyone lo- lost their mind oh he got out immediately after the pile driver man that's so fake i mean that's i mean at, at this point this is hook's gimmick right like he does he, he like he does stuff that the internet will be you know incredibly mad about and i'm 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 absolutely fine with that. Um, yeah. He did kick out at, uh, at at one from uh, from the muscle buster yet yeah yet, but um, after Smojo uh, beat him eventually, he got off the ring. Hook was like, "That's all you got," and then Smojo angrily because that 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 wasn't a normal kick in the dick, right? That was such an angry, emotional, and I don't give a crap about you kicking the dick hole. That was. So great. And then, you know, Hangman came uh, to save Hook. And after everything, Hangman wanted to help Hook out of the ring, but Hook did not want his help. So my question to you is, because Hook was on such a such an amazing winning streak. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were mad. I didn't see any of it, weirdly, because I'm not on Twix uh, that much anymore. Um, so smart move, uh, yes. Uh, so my question is <clears throat> because Hook was so dominant, and 
actually a lot of people saw that he can hang in the ring with the best of them because that is Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe right now is a champion chef's kiss. He is everything that he has to be. Amazing. So at what point does Hook feud with Christian Cage and Christian Cage has to cut a promo on Taz? Oh, my God. Um, like, please, oh I, I need this. Because, like, I, I want Christian Cage to hold that gimmick forever and oh, ever. That is so good. I do, too. I I I need this. Um, but, yeah, that, that would be great. And Hook would be a good person to actually beat Christian Cage for that title when they eventually get there. Um, in my opinion, I think he'd be a great TNT champion. So I, 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 agree. I would think so too, because in my eyes, the, the FTW championship is not a championship. Like you're running no. around your, your, with your father's trophy. Like it's not, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing that would give them a chance to actually get rid of it too. So, yeah, like they can have it in like, for, by all means, have Taz have it on his shoulder on commentary. I don't give a crap. Just don't have wrestlers in the ring holding their that championship up over their head as if it's something in the company. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap up the show here pretty quick. So, Maggie, play your shit. You can find me on Twix at Maggie underscore IK and on Instagram at Maggie.IK. Thank you, guys. Also, join us next week. Uh, we're going to talk about Rumble, and then we're going to have a Royal Rumble preview on Fightful Select, yay. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's coming. So am I. Yeah. You know what we should do next week during the show? What? We should eat ice cream, like, on the show. Just for the royal, because I really want ice cream right now, and I was thinking about it. I'm oh, like, so you're just searching for yeah. excuses but, to have ice cream? Yeah, we cream. can have ice cream next week on the show. We'll call it Royal uh, Rumble. We can... We, we... <laughs> I went. I was we really. Can, we can talk into the microphone with our mouths full. Yeah, that's, why not? That's, that's nothing new. Um, but guys, you can follow me at Rob Wilkins on X. You can follow me on Fightful or on Instagram at Fightful Rob. On Fightful and yep. Instagram Rob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and on Facebook, Jesus, Maggie, you screw me up. At on Threads at Fightful Rob. It's my first day. Relax, love me, do my thing. But guys, want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Again, do us a huge favor. Hit that like button below and also leave that thumbs up. So we will talk to you soon. Subscribe to Fightful Select, please. Yeah, please. So talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks again for watching Coexisting with Rob and Maggie on Fightful Overbooked. This episode you just watched is available anytime on FightfulOverbooked.com or on YouTube.com slash FightfulOverbooked. Please help support us by subscribing to our channel, clicking the thumbs up button below, and leaving a comment. It helps us out a ton. This show and any of your other favorite Fightful shows are available on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Follow us on X at Fightful and on Instagram.com slash FightfulOnline and Facebook.com slash FightfulOnline. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.